Well, hello, folks, and a welcome to We the People. This is the American Soccer Podcast in which you're going to get to know everything, everything, everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's boys national team playing France. I'm Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And we love the Nats. No matter what. It's We the People. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The game was USA. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, holding up, holding up. What's so, um, for this episode, Clayton, I, I am, uh, I'm really tired. It's, it's a seven in the morning here in Tiberias, in Israel, where I am right now. <laughs> Ty's traveling. I'm traveling. I'm on traveling. the road. Uh, I watched this game on a choppy internet feed. In a hotel in Tel Aviv. Um, it was a unique experience because of all of these uh, influences, situations, factors. Um, I thought I could, I could maybe take over the, the hosting duties and you could take over the talking duties on this hey. one. How does that sound? You know what, Ty, brother <laughs> of mine, that sounds just about fine. The game was oh, USA shit. versus La France. In La France, uh, the U.S. U.S. lineup was Zach Steffen in goal, two gloves for you, Zach Steffen. Three, if we brought them, if we remembered them. Um, left, <laughs> we we had we had here a five back, five five at the back, left back Anthony Robinson, Anthony, sorry, Robinson. Our center backs, three center backs, Tim Parker. Peter Parker's cousin, Tim Parker. Matt Miazga. The older, <laughs> lamer cousin. Third front go, Matt Miazga. <laughs> uh, one half of the celebrated law firm, EPBCCV, Esquires at Law, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Get out there. Two, two, two boots for you, Cameron. Two boots, and yeah. And many boots, as many boots as, as you want, Shaq Moore. Get out there on the right. So we have a five, five at the back situation. Uh, in front of them, a, um, a repeat midfield, is that right? McKenney, Adams, and Will Trapp, William Trappington, Robot Hands himself. Um, and up top, uh, thank, thank goodness, thank all that is holy, we see baby Julian back at it again Forever in the big time. Young, I want to uh, be. A man whose whose hairline belies his ripe young age. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, the only prospect who's already almost all the way bald. Yeah, exactly. I think that happened to uh, to Michael Bradley too. He, he's the only aging fishy. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bobby Ood. 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 Stuff. Ood. Um, the, the the game would would proceed in in uh, in sort of the anticipated fashion for the first couple of minutes. France piling on the pressure, grabbing a couple uh, solid early chances, and 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 looking much the better team. But the U.S. kept a kept a good shape and and, and rhythm throughout the first half. Uh, a couple interesting moments with with uh, players learning that the French players were not going to shake their hand when they went out. They were not going to have orange laces after the game. 
that the French players were here to kick their asses. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and they tried, and they tried and tried. Um, however, towards the end of the first half, we had shock of all shocks, not only a US goal, not only did Hugo Lloris get near posted, but it was by <laughs> baby Julian. <laughs> It's a boy. It's a ball. It's a ball that pops off. I, th I think it was Sidibe. Um, it's a sort of innocuous ball into the area that uh, that that kind of bounces off Sidibe for some reason. And um, Julie, Julian Green, to his credit, he uh, he just he no look slams the ball. One bounce. Oh, one bounce, oh, Lord, sneaks past Hugo Lloris. Golasso de Julian Green. Julian Half Green's time. never scored a goal that he looked for. He only scores no looks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking, looking is an impediment to, to baby Julian's Slows process. Him down. You know? Slows him down. Yeah. Slows you him don't down. need that. It's like, it's, he's like a Jedi. <laughs> the, the blindfold helps. Okay? That's right. So um, throughout the second half, uh, we would we would see a, uh, a a U.S. team scratching and clawing, eventually realizing that we could get the the fake friendly three points in France, um, and uh, as the as the flurry of substitutions that usually occur uh, in a friendly of this sort were taking place, the U.S. kind of realizing that, or sort of looking at that scoreboard and starting to think that would be mighty nice if we could take that one home and reverting into a very, um, very defensive uh, posture. We didn't, didn't see a whole lot of uh, attacking intent from the young Yanks, but uh, stalwart defense. We saw, uh, do, you do, the, do you do the other team? <laughs> I know, I'm I never paying attention. I, I, I never okay, give a forget shit about it, forget the other it, team. Forget this, these guys, no, I don't care how famous you are, Francois. Yeah, except I, I, do, I would like to note the, so the, the uh, eventual inclusion of Nabil Fakir, Usman Dembele off the bench. That's yeah, that's what's horrifying. Up. That's <laughs> that's some firepower. So for the for the U.S. Uh, our equivalent uh, uh, subs, we saw Eric Palmer Brown come on for Matt Miazga, who I think just needs a new nose after <laughs> a yeah, collision damn, with the, the meaty the so-called meaty French forehead of Olivia Giroud. Uh, we saw Baby Julian come off for Joe Corona together. The the, the two oldest young players ever to suit up for the U.S. men's national team. Um, we eventually, finally, saw Josh Sargent pop on for his, uh, for his cameo appearance in this game. We saw uh, DeAndre Yedlin come on for Shaq Moore. Uh, I believe last game it was the opposite way around with that, uh, with that uh, battery. And so interesting little threads going on there with the... the the uh, trajectory of the team over time. Uh, and finally, we saw Jorge Villafania. Sueño, come on. Sueño, for boy. Anthony Robinson. Uh, however, before that, that uh, sub could occur, we had a goal from France. Kylian Mbappe uh, just finding a yard of space in the box and putting away a clinical, clean pass from Benjamin Pavald, and it, uh, it, 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 an equalizing for, for the French team. 
Um, France had a couple more good good chances. Zach Steffen came up big late to uh, to to make some some fine saves, and the U.S. did uh, get away with the one friendly point, the phantom point that you get from a friendly. And yeah, we got the result. You got, got the, the result. result. Yeah, <laughs> the result everybody needed. Uh, so so that was it. The game was one one USA versus France. Clayton, I'm gonna get your first impressions, but first, but first, uh, what can you do to help this show? If you like this show, please please give us a follow on Twitter at WTP Pod. We'd love that. Please tell a friend. You got a friend who loves the the Nats, who you know wakes up mad early at random hotels along the Mediterranean coast to watch the Nats. You should let him know about the show. And just tell them that, um, you know, these guys are talking USMNT. Peep it. And finally, if you like the show, the number one thing you can do to help us out is leave us a review on iTunes. Rate and review on iTunes, preferably five stars. Cinco. Cinco. And with that said, Clay- Clayton, what's your first impressions? Man, I thought this was a juicy one. I found this to be a really entertaining game, both because of the stars on the other side of the field and because of our performance. And I think my, my, my take here is that Dave Sarakin is uh, put, on, put on a little bit of a show here. I, I believe that Dave Sarakin chose this moment to step out of the hive mind that uh, has been... <laughs> making all the choices for the He's his US. own man. <laughs> and, and I believe that in this game, he decided to do something uh, that he could put on his resume. Um, so first, I'm going to describe what I think tactically ha- occurred here. Um, and, and I just want to say that I don't... This stood out to me a lot, and it may be because I am watching closer than in other games, but I, th- I think that mm. something very strange and interesting was happening here that I don't believe I've seen before. So we normally talk about lineups as it, uh, defender midfield uh, forwards, yeah. right? So we say 4-4-2 four, four, or whatever. This formation is conceived of as differently than that. The way, the way it was played, it looks more like a back three, a left three, a right three, and then trap in the center as like the center of that dial. So the, Whoa. the, the left, this is, I know, <laughs> oh and God. I'm watching this and I'm like, and I'm mind really like, blown. my mind is blown as well. And, and, and excited, really excited about this concept. Uh, so it, you have like Anthony Robinson, McKenney and Bobby Wood are our left pressing three the unit, the and, left. And, the, and then you have green, unit. you have Shaq Moore, uh, Tyler Adams and Julian Green on the right, the re- the right pressing unit, either side you go that you're backed up by Will Trap. the second striker, it. There, there's all kind. There are all kinds of relief systems and backup systems I'm seeing uh, that <laughs> I, I don't want to go all the way. Redundant. But the point is that what the the crucial thing about this is you're playing with two second strikers. So it's a it's a it, there is almost no right, intent right. to attack in this formation at all. <laughs> right. It's it's like an right. Italian stalwart defensive formation, but done in a pressing manner. And the the, the thing that is the most that highlighted Damn. this. For me, the most is the fact that Shaq Moore started instead of Yedlin, and that to me was a big surprise. And I was looking for reasons why that might have been. And mm-hmm. when you see the goal from France eventually come, it happens after a spell of 
France momentum that I think is caused by DeAndre Yedlin not being able to fit back into the system because mm. he's playing like a fullback, not a pressing mm. wingback. So you, so the the Shaq Moores and the Anthony Robinsons of the world are better, actually better at this. Uh, and look out if you're looking for the difference between how a pressing, it's it's a uh, aggressive. I'm a cut your throat style of defense I'm coming for you versus a fullback style of defense is containment angles and shadowing players to one side or the other um <clears throat> so I think you have to have wingbacks that do that you also have to have uh strikers that do that and you can't and and this is the last thing I'm going to say about all this and then I'm going to open it back up and we can kind of just we can talk about you know whatever we feel like but the last thing I'm going to say <laughs> about this is that Pulisic does not fit this system I don't think that Dave Sarakin, because he's not really defensive enough to do a wing back. We've seen that attempted uh, at, at Dortmund, and he wouldn't, he's, wouldn't really fit in as one of two strikers at, at the moment yet. So Pulisic doesn't fit the system. That's just another reason why I think that this is Dave Sarakin taking his moment. He's saying, okay, there's no Pulisic. I can do this system right now. Um, Ty, what do you think? Damn, what are your dude. impressions and my impressions? Well, I... Yeah, I'm just recovering. Like I'm, I'm picking up little pieces of my brain off the floor <laughs> from this, from this triangular neo formation. Dude, I haven't no been one able to stop thinking about, about it ever and, since I'm back on yeah. Pro Evolution Soccer on my phone, trying to figure out how to get this fucking game to do this formation. And it's, it can't because it's designed to do rows of players, and this is not. That's not what this was. It's the wisdom of Saruman. <laughs> but I, 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 I it, in retrospect, I see what you're saying, where it seems like the groups of players are more about, uh, about a mission than about setting up lines. And that, yeah. that makes a lot more, that makes a lot of sense. And um, what this game reminded me of a ton was the 1-1 uh, draw at Azteca. In, in qualifying, yeah. where we also went, at, you know, took a shock. We we had a five at the back ostensibly kind of system. We took a shock lead. Um, Pulisic did play in that game, um, but I don't think we had Wood. I think it was it was a similar thing where it was like Pulisic and um, and Polly Nips kind of pressing and there there to there to. Uh, play high but to mainly harry when mexico has the ball and then try to you know spring a quick counter um so you have you have attacking players who are really defensive players um and you had the the uh very kind of unorthodox almost like um unexpected numbers in certain places on the field compared to a normal system which uh which, which has its benefits. I mean, I think anytime you can kind of uh, discombobulate the opponent by showing up where they're not expecting you, that's a good thing. And I, I think the U.S. did a pretty good job of that overall. I think that happened a lot. I think you saw on the wings uh, France, France's players getting tackles, getting tackled 10 or 15 yards before they expect that kind of a pressure. And I think, I think yeah, the U.S. was saying we're going we're gonna to nip every buildup in the bud um, instead of, I, I think it was kind of a five in the back, but it was so aggressive defensively. It was like, it was as if France was going to be so far up the field that you could do a counter press in your own half or something. Right, right, right. Well, okay, so I have two questions for you. Yeah. One, um, do you think that the U.S. was 
effective at executing that plan overall? Within our means, I do. I think we had a good day for who we have. Now, I think uh, France, this is a little bit like watching Neymar in practice, like miss free kicks, you know? It's like, right. like this is yes. not really what we're probably going to see. Although Antoine Griezmann looks terrified that this is going to be a total meltdown. But everyone else looks pretty confident, and I don't, I think... I think that's like, just how Pogba, he looks. Pogba hit the post, yes, yeah, so he's just gassed. Pogba yeah. hit the post in four, within four minutes. Uh, so, there, and there was a lot of that. So this is, and then Zach Steffen stepped the fuck up with a few big time saves. So I definitely don't, I think the score line is, is flattering for us. And on the goal that we did score, I don't think we had had tactically a real intent to attack at all. The goal that we did score was was two France players coughing up the ball, once to Shaq Moore and then once again uh, in the box. So, so we we got gifted that. But I do think we did good. I think it, you know two nil would have been perfectly f- a fair result, and I would have been proud of that. You know, given the same play. Uh, and the follow up is given that the U.S. can do this. Do you want the U.S. to keep doing this? That is the question. That is the, that is the question. I, I would say I want to do this. I want to buy a small club team of high, school, high schoolers and <laughs> implement this system. It's fucking fascinating to me. I, this, there's something happening here. But the angles. I, the angles, man. And it's just trap. It's one central midfielder node, this fucking node right in the middle. Uh, but no, I, but I don't, a, dude, I just realized what it is. It's a fidget spinner. That's why it's so fascinating. You it's can't put it down. It's the that the millennials like, created. Yeah. The millennials figured it out and it just, it just goes and goes and you're like, why do you work? Well, yeah. The tension is perfect. It's perfectly balanced. <laughs> Um, it is a beautiful formation. Very distracting. I, I think we should we should be doing the tab formation. That's what we that's what we've done. That's that's how we built this house. I don't think we should do this. I think this is a Dave Sarakin idea. I think it's genius and brilliant. But I think we should just do what we do. I like our system with the two, you know, attacking midfielders that are hounds and and you know someone in behind who can who can lay out a nice pass. I, I think it's a good system. And we should stick with what we do. We shouldn't switch it up because we found a new shiny thing. But yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, that that's my overall takeaway. I think we're kind of on the same page there. Where you know, as as Taylor Twelman pointed out over and over and over, uh, the result doesn't matter. The result doesn't matter. This result doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter if the five at the back yielded. He, yeah, you sound bitter. Draw. Well, he's he sounded a little bitter, but he 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 has wisdom in his old man ranting. Yeah, he does, because in my in my opinion, there has not been enough uh, criticism of this approach, and I think it's. I mean, I, I sound like such a, a grumpy old man myself to like criticize a strategy that led to what is ostensibly a, a really nice scoreline. You know, it's it's a scoreline that the the guys can be proud of for sure. But I think on another day, um, similar to how we talked about the, the Ireland game, like this, uh, this should be a two nothing or three nothing game, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, there's, there's nothing really here. That's, uh, that's, you know, 
the U.S. asserting control over the match and, and pushing it in a certain direction. This is Pogba and Griezmann missing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so this, like, it's 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 not like there was a stifling defense where the the opponent didn't have many chances. I mean, you know, even in that Mexico game, for instance, the the Carlos Vela chance that that they scored, that was kind of a bummer because it was maybe one of their only good looks, and and that wasn't really the case in the, in this in this France match. So. Um, so to me, I, when I look at this game, I think we tried a, a unique system, which uh, you, has to be justified because we had a really good thing going. And I don't think it actually worked that well. I don't think the U.S. played very well. I think there was a lot of, a lot of luck that went into the final scoreline. Our, our one goal was incredibly lucky. The, the fact that they were only able to score one goal. I think, what was the streak they had of scoring two goals in a row? It was like five games in a row or something. Um, and, you know, this is a, a, a French team that was very timid, very, you know, obviously eyes on a couple days from now in, in, in Russia. Um, there were some kind of weird performances. A lot of players, like you said, who seemed to be like calibrating or, or figuring out something individually rather than uh, like trying to work towards the best result as a team. Right. So, so you know, to me, it, it just feels like what it maybe should have been just on the measure of the, the coin flips that night, you know, where, where like, I just look at it as a 2 nothing or 3 nothing and think, ah, that's just not worth it. Now, yeah. maybe there's a psychological benefit. Like, like, do you think the trajectory of these players has changed because they were able to achieve a result like this? Or... No, I, I'm with, I'm, I'm more or less with you, um, that it, I would rather have seen the tab because we went into this saying, we just want to see the formation stay the same essentially. Yeah. Um, and so the tab four, four, I do three the tab four, whatever it is, the four, 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 but I can't, I can't help myself and, and nerd out over this, the, this interesting formation, but I do, I do wish that we had stayed consistent. Uh, I do think that's what's best. I think playing France and losing to France is just as, just as beneficial for a player's trajectory as, as you know, tying or beating France on a fluke win, you know? Right, like, right. Do I think, yeah. you know, did it help Julian Green that he scored in the World Cup? Probably not. He thought, I think, you know, he thought he was going to fucking that play for back. Bayern yeah. Munich. You know? Right, right, that exactly. That was silly. Um, I guess like the one the one way you could spin it or, or uh, take something from the experiment is to say in the tab system this is the kind of thing that can still happen you know there's no there's there's no reason why you can't figure out those kind of groupings or like um, partnerships within the scheme who are meant to do certain things together like you, know, you sure can but it's to, not the fidget spinner formation without a it's back not the three. fidget spinner. It's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not perfectly weighted, calibrated, and 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 it go, it, it doesn't go for ninety minutes nonstop uh, unless you have it set up perfectly. Um, oh, so so there's there's something to be said for that. But I, I like the idea like of of having a, a right side team and a left side team. I yeah. think that's neat, and I think those 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 things are certainly possible within within our system. It's just a little bit more. Um, you know, more more traditional in its approach, and there's there's less opportunities for those those overloads because the the num- numerological uh, kind of configuration is more typical to to what players expect. Um, so so for me, I would have rather seen that. I'm not I'm not super mad about it, but um, it di- it did feel like uh, 
Sarah Can looking for a capstone moment to make sure people consider him for the job long term. Yeah. Probably his last game. Yeah. Um, but and and I think he is ironically less worthy of consideration because of this because I can see him like trying to do some some weird shit in like a big game to well yeah and know, I, would, I would I would I would venture I mean look I've conspiracy theorized I've I have projected narrative all over this bitch but you know if if he did if he did take this opportunity to share his thoughts on the tactics of the team um, then he is not a good candidate because this is not the plan. The plan is to go with the tab thing, essentially. And, like, right, maybe change right. it a little bit or give it a, you know, give it a little flair here and there. Maybe a, you're, you're a high-press coach and so you're, you're a high-defensive line coach or whatever. I don't know what. But, like, you know, variate but not deviate. Right, right. So I want to bring us to some individual performances and, uh, and general, general takeaways. Uh, but first... If you like this show, Do give us like a follow. It. Give us a follow on Twitter, at WTPPod. That really helps us out. Rate and review on iTunes. Five stars. Uh, that, that really helps us out. And, and most of all, if you have a friend who loves who the Nats, we love the Nats, you love the Nats, if your friend uh, if you, would, would benefit, would enjoy having some of this uh, sweet, sweet USMNT talk up in their earballs. Tell them, just just poke them on the poke them on the shoulder and say, "Hey, hey, friend, these guys are talking gnats." Thank you. Now, to some individual performances and to namely what you learn from uh, friendlies like this. There yeah. are there is one player in particular who stands out in that regard, who is Tim Parker, who in the first half. He uh, made a, a very smart tackle on Kylian Mbappe out, out wide. Got the ball out of bounds. Play, play dead. Yeah. Uh, he, he reaches a hand out to Mr. Mbappe to, to shake his hand. Good, good play, sir. Well played. And uh, Mbappe <laughs> ignores him and sprints into the space that he has now vacated <laughs> on the left side of the U.S. <laughs> defense. And accepts a through ball and, and, and puts in a dangerous cross. And um, then later in the game, you had a, a similar situation. Uh, I don't think it was Mbappe. Again, it was another one of the, the French strikers where Tim Parker put in a very healthy elbow in a, in a similar position. Uh-huh. And so I saw in, in the game, I saw the, the progression of, of uh, his mentality away from the Right. The uh, maybe softer approach of, of MLS. What, what did you think of those those moments? I thought that the U.S. came out really physical. Um, I and maybe Tim Parker started out nicer. I didn't see that specific moment, but in general, by I thought I thought that France was getting roughed up more than they expected, and were were like I think that they were looking to the referee for more protection than they were getting. Um, yeah. And I don't, and, and to, to just to like, speaking of what we said last time, um, you know, we want to, we want to be invited back. I don't think we get invited back after this. Really? Well, not that we, I don't think we, we helped our, our cause. I, th- I think we were too aggressive physically like i think the guys were in a little bit of danger out there 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, it is I amazing. Think, um, I mean, how you can have such different takes. Where are you at again? Tel Aviv? Well, <laughs> this morning I'm in, I'm in Tiberias on the Sea of Galilee. Ah, yes. You're in uh, the Bible? I'm in the Bible right now, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> page, page 586. Damn, right son. <laughs> and, then, and then Ty recorded. From, from at the lobby WTP of the hotel. Pod. At WTP Pod. <laughs> Look it up in the index. In yeah. the index, dude. Um, it's a little known apocryphal book called Who the People. Yeah, no. Uh, we're, when, you, when, you, when you push me on it, we're totally getting invited <laughs> back, but you know, I, I, I think we came out a little heavy. A little heavy metal. Yeah, there. I think I think if if this is not getting invited back, I'm fine not getting invited back physically because yeah. I think I think the the level of challenge like that's our game, right? So so that's that's part of uh, what what we bring, and I think maybe the the Giroud injury, potential injury, would be the thing that would be like, oh man, come on, these guys. But on the other hand, when you look at that play, that's that's Giroud going just as hard. For the ball as as Miazga, like I think that's kind of a blameless situation. Really true. Just, just kind of happens. It's really true. Um, and just uh, just real quick shout out to Zach Steffen yeah. who actually got a hand to that. Yes, I wanna I wanna uh, swing to to Steffen in our all of our discussion of systems. You know, we we still have one goalkeeper at you know in the in the in the wild fidget spinner formation that does not change we have not changed that um, so and and what did you think of our one goalkeeper i thought he was he was great i thought he was great uh he had to, he had to come up with a few big saves i thought he looked nervous at the start as did everyone i thought the, the him and ccv both needed to have a successful first few touches in order to get into this um they both were potentially like a could have a, I it could have been vulnerable for like a immature meltdown of some sort, like just l- letting the moment get to their heads. They just had the, that look in their eyes to me. But but now, man, they, the two of them they got rolling. Um, and yeah, Zach Steffen's epic saves. He's he's number one in in my heart right now. He yeah he was excellent, and um, it's it's been really interesting to see him progress. And him and him and Horvath, I think. This this next cycle, it's going to be a, a, a battle royale between between two two good ones. Yeah. Um, oh man. Stefan, I'm, the, we, America needs another goalkeeper rivalry. Come on. Yes, yes, we do. We it's do so at. much. And uh, and and yeah, I think I think we're in good hands with Zach Stefan. He he grows every time I see him. Um, yeah. For for club and country, uh, he's been progressing really fast, and I think um, you know, especially if he's if he can collaborate well you know with the with the new new look usmnt defense uh, that's a that's a huge plus um one more individual someone we we've talked about a lot wait uh, can we go in, back in, real quick yeah to yeah. uh tim parker did you have did you because he seems unremarkable to me i didn't i don't really have a take on him i wasn't that impressed he seems to be just there as a steady hand or something did you do you see this guy as like in the picture right now, or is he just a, one of those rotating fringe characters that happen in friendlies? I don't see him as in the picture. I mean, so uh, I, on the broadcast, uh, Twelman was like, Tim Parker. He he really reminds me of a uh, of Matt Beasler. I was like, oh man, yeah, no. great. <laughs> so you're saying, yeah, that's not. So, you, so you're saying he's gonna be he's gonna be a uh, reluctant starter. For the national team at times. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, I, and nothing against these guys. Just that you know, I'm I'm more interested in seeing Palmer Brown, for instance, play yeah. 
play center back than than Parker. I mean, he's a, he's a solid player. I just think in this in this match, he's kind of emblematic of the the like boys to men uh, narrative and 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 out, hopeful outcome of this match, which is that the players understand what it takes to play at at this level. Um, yeah. And I think you know that's that's one of my big takeaways from this is if you're and, and from this camp in general, like swinging to swinging to the full camp, if you're Tyler Adams, I mean, you you have to be thinking it's time, right? Because it's time, dude. He's, he's taking he's the up ball. There. He's he's doing it. He looks the part. He's he doing looks the it. fucking part. He's laying tackles on Pogba, dude. Straight up, Tyler Adams and Weston McKenney versus uh, versus Conte and Golo Conte was. Fucking yes. rad to watch. Oh, I mean, Battle he caught Wesson McKenney caught back up to Ingolo Conte after getting <laughs> stripped and laid him the fuck out. Yeah. So rad. Like, it it's difficult so to get there. I mean, the athleticism to get there, right. but the balls to, <laughs> to lay his ass right, out. Right, right, right. And like, oh, I, I love it. But you were talking I, you about know, Tyler I, Adams. I don't, I don't watch a lot of you know, top-level European soccer because I'm more interested in, in, in good uh, f- soccer, you know, like, like MLS, CONCACAF <laughs> Champions League, qualifying stuff, round. Stuff like that. Shit like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't so watch I'm, good soccer. I watch focus, the Nats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I haven't seen too much of these, these, these famous guys, but I have seen, you know, I, I, I watch the Champions League. I watch, I watch uh, our, our young players get, get their minutes. And it felt watching this game felt like one of those like crossover movies where you're like you're like wow those these characters aren't even in the same universe this is so cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, it's like, I was like wow I, I didn't realize Angola Conte could actually get on the same field as our as our players like like the, the, yeah real, realizing that like the, yes they're actual human being soccer players and and can actually play each other was was kind of neat and and yeah I mean you have to think if you're if you're Anthony Robinson if you're Shaq Moore you're like man I'm right there with these guys and I I love that like I think that's that's what I really hope comes out of this match is that in in five years one of these players says yeah that was the moment I knew I was ready to take the leap to the next level you know to to not to not say yes to that to that next loan out and to fight for my place at Everton or or Levante or to 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 go to to Red Bull and and try to try to stake a claim. Absolutely, and, and, I, and I, let, I think our players are there. I uh, mean, they the, are the there. The talent is there. The, they are there. The talent is there. We're gonna we're going to be joining you guys again at some point. We're gonna keep this a little shorty. Am I right? So yeah, so we, yeah. We should, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up yeah, here. Yeah, but I do um, want to say like kind but, of as yeah. we're as we're cruising towards that. Um, you know, this camp, we're coming to the close on this camp. I'm looking at the lineup right now at this team. We're getting the opportunity to say Anthony Robinson, Shaq Moore, Tyler Adams, make, you know, do the thing. You got this. You can do this. Do it. Miyazga, yeah. You're ready. You're fucking ready. You're not, um, you're not there. You know, you're not like, I think tomorrow in a, in a must win in, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do it, but if we were playing a really big game in three or four days, uh, <laughs> say say in some competition, I don't know, I don't know what it would be, but some some competition, um, I think that uh, it would still be you know Yedlin, uh, um, Brooks, Cameron, maybe well, the, the, you know sprinkling exactly in some point, of the, the old guard. But, that's exactly yeah. my point: is that if we do go, uh, if we do go to the World Cup this cycle. And you know uh, we we paper over all these problems and we made it. We don't see any of this. So so I think it's already like 
it's already uh, encouraging actually to see like yeah, dude, I love these this. guys get yeah. a national spotlight yeah. and they now have on their highlight reel Tyler Adams can put on his highlight reel him stripping N'Golo Kante. I know right, I didn't, right, right. I, I yeah, th- he must totally. have done that at some point. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> but you know, he, yeah. this game can be on his resume and that's a right, big right. deal and I don't know that he gets that totally. chance if we go to the World Cup. Totally, totally. This is this is the the beautiful little flower popping up out of the ashes of the forest fire. It truly is. And, um, and, and speaking of the, the World Cup, we will be coming back shortly to discuss two things related to the World Cup. One, the actual future World Cup in 2026 and whether the United States will host that tournament, which we'll find out early morning uh, Wednesday, US Ooh. time. Exciting stuff. Um, this and, is a big ass deal. We will we will come back and, and, and talk about that win or lose. Uh, the U.S. bid is is win lose looking, or draw, looking good, but uh, you never know with these with these wild FIFA politics. And then um, they're playing this warm up tournament to the uh, 2022 World Cup uh, this summer in Russia, and um, we want to check it out just to see just to review our. Uh, our kind of competition, potential like competition an extended for Who are these people? Yeah. Right, right, right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out that tournament, um, and we'll we'll report back to you. I don't think you're gonna hear too much about it, so we'll we'll try to fill the void in media coverage <laughs> about the tournament that's going on in Russia in, in a couple of days. But we'll come back um, with with some episodes uh, in our in our mini series entitled "The Jealous Yanks," and we're gonna be jealous and talk about the World Cup from an American perspective, and it's gonna be glorious. So, so buckle in, uh, I enjoyed this camp, and I'm ready to watch the warm-up World Cup practice scrimmages that are going to occur in Russia, um, and, and yeah, get, get, get hype. New look, US national team, I think we've gotten a lot out of this six months. I'm hoping behind the scenes even more than, than what we've seen. Um, we, have, we have a new, a new generation, and they're they're making their stamp. So I'm 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 uh, proud of what the boys did uh, in this camp, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing their uh, their progression, especially as they're going to be jealous Yanks looking on at home from the World oh. Cup, thinking, man, how, what's it gonna? We what think, am I gonna do to get there? We think we're the jealous Yanks. Oh my lord. Oh my lanta. So life changing. <sighs> That's a life changing kind of. Uh, Kind of a jealousy. That's that's uh, you know I can think of some people who've come it's and a gone in rage. my life. <laughs> it's a burning rage. <laughs> that I still think um, about. Uh, you know what? Any 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 last last words? Yeah, before, where are we at with this one? Up? Let's see. But I gotta say, my my uh, one of one of the things I'm most proud of uh, of this group of group of guys is that you know that Weston McKenney had the maturity to. Uh, go back to the broccoli top, which I'm sure everyone told him was the better look for him. And that can be a difficult thing to do. I'm making all of this up, by the way. That can be a difficult, <laughs> that can be a difficult thing to do when your You're friends... You're embracing the role. Yeah, when your friends say... <laughs> I'm committed. When your friends say... <laughs> when your friends say, I just am not feeling the braids, you know, he probably broke that out that day of that first Bolivia game. Sure. They were all like, sure, sure. I don't know. Then he said, you know what? You guys are fucking right. You're, you're my friends, you're my teammates, and I trust you. And then he, he picked out that broccoli top, and here we are. One, one, got the result. Away to France. 
Got the result. <laughs> we got, got it. Got the got the one point. Yeah. Got, where got are we in the, the Where result. are we in the world? Is friendly everyone aware table? that there's always a result? <laughs> did we did we did we pick up ground on uh, on on Serbia and and uh, <laughs> South Korea in the world friendlies table? <laughs> We're mean, gaining ground fast. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's like it's like getting on Spotify playlists. There's some mechanism. Nobody knows, but I, we do. It does seem like we're catching up to the other people on this meaningless FIFA list. <sighs> well, we will speak to you soon, as the jealous Yanks. Until then, uh, this is we the people. I want to. I want to just say a couple things that I love. Yeah. Uh, I I love the crazy body scanner thing at the airport that looks at you naked <laughs> I just, I'm just like I'm so down with the expediency and it's totally fine if I'm, I'm one of you know, millions and millions of nude travelers in, in a day it, it doesn't bother me hold on that thing um, shows you naked uh, it, it shows you naked to a third party who is uh, located elsewhere and it, it, what? You know, Dude, it, 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 I was never informed. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was there a metal detector. There should be a detector. sign that says that this shows you naked. Yes, yeah. there should, yeah. but then nobody would do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I also love breakfast burritos because Ooh, just yeah. anytime, anytime you can sneak a burrito into your lifestyle, that is really outstanding. <laughs> and I love free Wi-Fi. <laughs> In hotel lobbies, but I don't love any of that shit as much as I love the gnats. Good, good job, boys. Not bad, boys. Make, made us proud. That'll do, boys. That'll do, Ed. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people.